0: Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you. At this time, Brother Munn speaking, our program here called a Fisherman's five-minute look of the book. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. We got into this yesterday, got into just a little part of this. All right. We have great encouragement. I call this the ring of confidence, ring in the sense of you ring a bell, the ring of confidence, you know, some great encouragement this week. Sometimes on our programs, we have to say, shame on you for being a part of that. You know, we ought not do that. Shame on us as believers, you know, sometimes there's reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness. But uh, sometimes as far as the word of God, there's great encouragement there. So let's, uh, what I want to do, I want to use the use of the Lord this week to bring great encouragement to you. He says in verse 58, therefore, my beloved brethren, therefore, now what was that? Therefore, in behalf of what has been said previously, well, what has been said previously? He said in verse 57, he said, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I've been given victory. Because of this victory, I ought to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. All right. Because I've been given victory. Victory over what? Well, we saw yesterday, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, it talks about victory over death victory over the grave. In fact, uh, as far as the old body is concerned, anticipates the resurrection. In fact, we might not even have to go to the grave as far as the old body is concerned. Oh First Thessalonians chapter four, yes, and verse sixteen, it talks about the trump. It's gonna sound the dead should be raised incorruptible. Uh, yes. But it says, concerning the child of God, then we which are alive and remain should be caught up together within the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. I've been given victory in Jesus Christ. As far as my future is concerned, it's settled. And as far as my life is concerned, oh, I was given a death sentence in Adam, but given a life sentence in Christ everlasting life so he says therefore in behalf of what's been said now therefore my beloved brethren so he writes to brethren this is not written to the lost and he gives a threefold exhortation here he said what I want you to do I want you to be steadfast because you've got victory I want you to be steadfast because the future is sure for you and I want you to be steadfast what is that steadfast that's something settled a little boy had an old horse that his dad used for years and years to plow. Ah, his old back was all swayed, you know. He was really worthless, you know. And he brought the old town. The father gave it to the boy, and the boy brought the old horse to town. And he was trying to sell the horse. And someone said to this little boy, said, is this your horse? Yes. Can this horse run fast? Well, the little boy thought. Run fast? Well, no. But, sir, he can stand fast. Oh, isn't that something that we really need? And he says here, be steadfast, consistent. Oh, we should be able to do this because Christ is in us. As far as Christ is concerned, he's described in Hebrews chapter 6 as being the anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. If he's steadfast, he lives within me, surely I can do this. I like the statement by Job in Job chapter 23. Verse 10, he says, my foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept. First Peter chapter five and verse nine, this steadfastness is that that is a must if we resist the devil. Because he said, you remember, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour? It says, whom resist steadfast in the faith. I need to be steadfast. It helps me in the sense of resisting the temptations that might come my way. Steadfast. Steadfast in what? 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 1, he talks about the gospel. Verse 3 he tells you what the gospel is. It has to do before I deliver unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture, was buried, rose again the third day. Now, that is one area of my steadfastness. And also, it uses the word unmovable we'll get tomorrow. I must be steadfast in this matter of the gospel, the gospel story. Steadfast, unmovable, always abounding of the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Could I encourage you to steadfastness, to be as our Lord, steadfast, unmovable. Until tomorrow, Fisher Mund saying goodbye.